CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And now your host, not a nurse. <laughs> Chicago Reader columnist Ben Jarofsky. Hello, everybody. Ben Jarofsky here. We're calling this Run Around to Lose Weight Wednesday. And here's why. Many, 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 many years ago, folks, I used to play basketball uh, every Friday night at the Logan Square Y with a gentleman, among others, named Joe. Yes, Joe. What up, Joe? Hey, Joe. Tough dude. Excellent basketball player. Ex-Marine. He used to tell the rest of us, D, you guys just run around and lose weight. I play to win. It's a great Nice guy. I love Joe. I used to say that quote for like 20 years. I haven't said it in a while. I play to win. The rest of you just run around and lose weight. Anyway. Seems as though that Nancy Pelosi has decided to take Joe's advice. Sick and tired of running around to lose weight. She's playing to win. Yes, sir, indeed. As we were heading off the show yesterday, uh, the word broke. Dennis interrupted the show. Uh, De- uh, ben, breaking news. Uh, Nancy Pelosi has just announced that she's uh, supporting an Im- impeachment inquiry. About freaking time. Listen, everybody knows I love Nancy Pelosi to death. I think she's done a great job keeping the Democrats together. These uh, first three very trying years uh, with Donald Trump. But enough is enough. Donald Trump crossed the line that even Nancy Pelosi could not tolerate. And that, of course, is the breaking news. Things are breaking faster and faster as we speak of Donald Trump getting on the phone with the president of Ukraine to get the president of Ukraine to get his prosecutor to uh, uh, investigate Joe Biden. Look at digging for dirt in Ukraine on Joe Biden, getting another country's uh, prosecutor to do his dirty work to undermine uh, Joe Biden. This is, by the way, just the day after. After uh, Robert Mueller had testified to Congress about the last time Donald Trump got a uh, a foreign leader to do his dirty work. That's and, correct. Uh, thanks, Mueller. Uh, digging up dirt in this case on Hillary Clinton. Uh, that would be Vladimir Putin, who had his hackers go into Democratic computers. Don't forget that, Dems. You always like to forget that. You... You always like to forget that. So anyway, he doubled down right after Mueller uh, testified for Congress. He felt so powerful, Donald Trump did, that he got on the horn with the uh, president of Ukraine uh, and uh, asked him to dig up dirt. And uh, I've been absorbed since we um, since I hopped in the car to get over to the Studio D, the White House released the transcripts. I am loving reading these Trump transcripts. I know uh, we have a lot of stuff to talk about, but this is one little nugget. They released the transcripts of the conversations with the president of Ukraine. And here's one nugget from Donnie Trump. Uh, there's a lot of talk about Biden's son, that Biden stopped the prosecution, and a lot of people want to find out about that. So whatever you can do with the attorney general, that would be Barr, um, so much for him being neutral, uh, would be great. Biden went around bragging that he could stop the prosecution. So if you can look into it, it sounds horrible to me. And the president says, uh, presidents of Ukraine says, I wanted to tell you about the prosecutor. First of all, I understand that I'm knowledgeable about the situation, and that prosecutor is 100% percent my person man they cut a deal donald trump the day before a couple days before withheld 400 million dollars worth of aid to ukraine then he makes the phone call he tells the president of ukraine 
you know, we, uh, you're a very special country. We help you very much. We can help you in the future. By the way, there's a certain presidential candidate running against me. I'd like you to investigate. His name is Joe Biden. Biden. Joe, you know, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> just in case he thought he was wanted to investigate Pete Buttigieg. You know, you got to make sure, D, which, which uh, presidential candidate he wants to investigate. So uh, that sure sounds like Donald Trump uh, cutting a deal with the president of the Ukraine. First thing I thought, D, in my effort to localize absolutely everything, my first question were, where are the South Suburban police chiefs? Remember them? They were outraged outraged i tell you that cook county uh state's attorney kim fox had been on the phone tr- with eddie johnson of the chicago police department on behalf of justice Smollett. remember that d they had a press conference i think there was a protest they had a rally they wanted an investigation they said this is really uh, just intolerable that there be political considerations into law enforcement up i expect them at the very least to have a press conference i'm sure they're going to have right now a protest rally uh right down the street from us d calling for an investigation calling for an impeachment into donald trump who took what kim fox did and tripled it right down the street like by the bagel shop i hope so well no <laughs> in the other awesome. direction oh. it was it was the, the, i think it was across the street from where the fraternal order police are oh. anyway you know uh, so i'm really looking forward to those south suburban police chiefs having that uh uh that 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 rally uh to denounce donald trump for doing be the same thing essentially that they were so outraged that kim fox did uh in regards to justice Smollett. anyway it's good to see that nancy pelosi's gotten on the impeachment bandwagon it's good to see that the democrats have decided uh that they're going to play to win instead of running around to lose weight i gotta tell you folks you're not going to beat donald trump by ducking from the fight this guy has essentially given two middle fingers to the Democratic Party for four years, ever since he, or three years, ever since he got elected. He didn't get elected with majority. He won only because we have this crazy electoral system in our country, and he acts as though he has a mandate. And the only reason he is even has a chance to win re-election is because we still have that crazy electoral system. There will be more people who vote against him, guarantee you, in this time in this election than even in the Hillary Clinton election. But he feels that he is safe and secure, that his voters will stand by him. Uh, Anything, no matter what he does, uh, even if he tries to cut a deal with Ukraine, withholding aid to the Ukraine, if they dig up dirt in exchange for them digging up dirt on Joe Biden. So it's about time the Democrats did something uh, serious, took this serious. It's about time they launched this impeachment inquiry. I look forward to that showdown vote. It's time to play to win, Democrats. Stop running around to lose weight we got no a collusion. great show today monroe anderson be here you know what monroe will be talking about what's that trump 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 he's oh. so excited he's probably running down here right now still waiting for that gardening segment from uh, monroe anderson uh, uh, t buchanan will be here you know what t will be talking about trump 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 and trump he's running down here right now and then we'll take a, a little break from trump to talk some local issues uh there's a strike at the university of chicago uh kelly keen a striking nurse well they actually they're not strike anymore they were locked out they're back to work but they still haven't cut a deal, so she'll be updating us what's going on at the University of Chicago. Come on, folks. Got to treat your nurses with respect, University of Chicago. The nurses are on the front lines, man. Treat them like sh- treat them so shabbily, huh? Oh, okay. oh, come on. All I wasn't right. going to go anywhere. Oh, okay. Thank you. Anyway, so we have local news, <laughs> national news, plenty of Trump talk. But before we do any of that, 
the doctor with the news. Hey guys, how's it going? My name's Dennis. All right. Uh, yes, all things Donald Trump today. All right. We're taking the deepest of deep dives. All right. On this Trump impeachment. All right. Don't worry. But we do need to discuss what's happening in Illinois and or Chicago this afternoon. Actually, before we do that, uh, we have some people weighing in on the YouTube live stream. Uh, Pat Rod weighed in. What's up, Pat Rod? He says uh, Monroe is off by two and a half months. LMAO. <laughs> He's... <laughs> Pat Rod, that's the one of the first things I'll ask Monroe. You know, Monroe's been predicting this impeachment for how long? Fourth of July, didn't he? Wasn't that what it was mm-hmm. that he said? Yeah. Ben, so. for ten trivia points, what does LMAO stand for? Uh, L M A O. Laugh my beep off. Oh yeah, there you go. Come you on, go. man. I'm it's, a millennial. It's laughing, but then we'll take it. We'll take oh, it. Oh, look. Yeah. Oh, oh, so tough. Uh, it's laughing. And then uh, <laughs> Kyle brought up uh, what I brought up to you today. So is Ben going to get a hard copy of the phone transcript like he did with the Mueller report to read on the air? D- yes, I have it right. Well, okay. Have, do not have the hard copy. Yes. Thank you for asking that question. I'm stuck with the phone, but as soon I bet you tomorrow's newspaper We'll have such a hard copy. And the internet probably has it too. But he'll wait for that newspaper yeah, to come Yeah, but you up. want that. No, it's already on the internet. I read it on my phone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're reading on the phone. And they and they have all the, i got to give the New York Times credit. They have uh, the really uh, horrible parts uh, in orange with a little like footnote and uh, analysis of what's going on. The annotated version. So yeah, man, Trump is up to no good. And you know what? D, he released what? it. He did like, I don't care. Everybody in Alabama is going to vote for me anyway. So what do I care? Anyway, it's all up to you, you swing voters in Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's in your, the ball is in your hand. Don't be nervous now. Don't be Mitch Trubisky. Find your inner Patrick Mahomes. Oh, do, do not be Mitch Trubisky. No, don't be. By the way, I bumped into, oh, I said poor guy here in the Sun-Times. We have a, an employee at the Sun-Times. I'll just call him Dave. Hey, Dave. Uh, yeah, and he loves the Bears. And he's very, I'll put a, I'll take three touchdowns from Mitch Trubisky anytime. Well, I got to give Dave credit, man. He's not jumping off the bandwagon. Uh, like right. you did immediately <laughs> oh, after yeah. that first week. Can we have Patrick Mahomes? Can we do a do-over to that draft? Anyway, and sorry. that's our sports talk for today. <laughs> anyway, swing voters, Wisconsin, Michigan, and, and Pennsylvania, be like Patrick Mahomes, not Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> All right, now let's talk about what's going on in Illinois and or Chicago this afternoon. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot, well, we hope you had a good summer. This little light of mine, <laughs> I'm going to let it shine. Because it oh looks like God. you have a hell of a fall ahead Ooh. of you. That light is shining all right. <laughs> good golly. I know, things may not be looking good here for uh, Lightfoot as we move into the end of the year. And we got that uh, whole budget thing, you know, damn near a billion dollar budget deficit. Yes, that's billion with a <laughs> <laughs> and now it looks like she has a few union strikes to figure out. Mm. The following comes from the Chicago Sun-Times. Chicago's Park District workers announced Tuesday evening that they have voted in favor of a strike, putting added pressure on Mayor Lori Lightfoot as she's already facing looming teachers and school support staff strikes. More than 94% of the Park District employees represented by SEIU, Local 73. Shout out to SEIU. Uh, they voted for a strong, or I'm sorry, they voted for a work stoppage a union official told the crowd at a Chicago Teachers Union labor rally featuring Democratic presidential candidate, U.S. Senator 
And Mr. $27 himself, <laughs> Bernie Sanders. Ben, your thoughts? Uh, well, things have radically changed from about two, six years ago. Uh, local 73, SEIU Local 73 had essentially uh, uh, cut a deal with Rom and was looking the other way as, as Rom just was like a stick it to uh, the teachers. Things have radically changed with SEIU. That old regime is, cha- is out. There's a new bunch in there, and they're uh, much more aggressive in, uh, in, in relationship to Lori Lightfoot. Uh, the unions of Chicago have definitely woken up. D. There's this is a whole new militancy out there. And, uh, yeah, three potential strikes. Bob Ryder, our good friend Bob Ryder, uh, was on fire at uh, the rally yesterday. Dropped an F-bomb. Yeah, he dropped an F-bomb. Whoa, buddy. Bob, what you think? That was a podcast? You Dang. can't just drop an F-bomb. Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, And I know you're going to go into uh, that. Uh, are you going to go into you have some updates on that at all? Because otherwise I'll just oh, go. On Bob Ryder going nuts? No. no, the CTU thing. Well, anyway, they had a rally uh, at the uh, CTU headquarters over here in the West Loop. And uh, Bernie uh, Sanders was there. John Cusack, uh, Dennis's favorite actor for 10 trivia points. Dennis named two John Cusack movies. High Fidelity, Say Anything. Whoa. Dang, man. Look at the brain on Brad. That's very good. Uh, uh, For 30 trivia points, what high school did he go to? Um, Whitney Young. Eh, Evanston High School. Anyway, um, so uh, Cusack was there. Bernie Sanders was there. Bob Ryder was there. And uh, yeah, it's a new militancy in the part of Chicago Union. Uh, They're sick and tired of uh, rolling over and letting powerful mayors just give them the middle finger. Uh, In some ways, you could say it's really unfair that Lori, I mean, Lori wasn't Rom, uh, but she's inherited a city uh, that he shaped. And it was really important for her, I suppose, to try to make peace with the unions instead of uh, just instead of continuing in any way what Rom, uh, the Rom's attitude toward the union, which was uh, basically boils down to shut up and get in line. Uh, so, yeah, there's a new militancy out here. And by the way, it all I. It all began in 2012 with the teachers, Chicago Teachers Union, Karen Lewis, the great Karen Lewis, uh, went on strike, shocked everybody. Nobody knew how to deal with that one, D. Um, I don't recall, I'm trying to think, were there any uh, high-ranking Democrats who came to Chicago on behalf of the teachers in 2012? And the world was a different place, D. I can't remember any. Uh, and uh, so it's good to see that the unions are speaking up and stepping and you know st- speaking up for their rights. All power to them. All right, yeah, Bernie Sanders was in town last night along with John Cusack. Gen Xers and baby boomers, please hold your excitement. I know you guys love John Cusack. We've got to continue on, though, all right? Uh, Say anything was a good flick. Yeah, it was okay. All right, now the big local story that broke on Tuesday. Illinois State Senator Martin Sandoval. What the hell did you do? Yeah. Yes, it's our Illinois political FBI raid of the fall. The following comes from the Chicago Sun-Times, John Seidel, Tina Fondellas, and Tom Shuba. Federal agents descended Tuesday on the home and offices of State Senator Martin Sandoval Mm -hmm. as part of an ongoing criminal investigation, adding him to the list of city and state politicians facing serious scrutiny. Feds in suits could be seen lugging boxes, electronics, and a bag marked evidence from the state capitol building in springfield a similar scene played out at sandoval's southwest side home and agents could be seen outside sandoval's political office in cicero fbi special agent john althan confirmed the agency had personnel in the state capitol conducting quote authorized law enforcement activity but he declined to comment further and now well we saw this one coming also declining to comment (laughs) senator sandoval Yeah. Sandoval is chairman of the Senate's Transportation Committee and is known to be a fierce political fundraiser. 
For Illinois, it's the third office raided by the FBI in one year. Maybe it's a record. Fingers crossed. 14th Ward Alderman Edward Butterfingers Burke. <laughs> His office was raided last November. Yeah. And it was our FBI raid of the summer. Alderwoman Carrie oh, yeah. Austin. Ben, of which ward? Um, uh, that would be Ward 34. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. For 10 trivia points, who did oh, she inherit God. the job from? Ice Cube. All right. Now, he's a dork, people. Now. Ice cube. So we're still trying to find out what is, as Ben would say, the dilly with the dally. We've learned from the last two times this has happened. <laughs> My God, our state is shady. But we've learned that it could take months to get the details on this. So, Ben, I say this is prime speculating time, oh, buddy. Yeah, Let's speculate. Yeah. What do you think is going to go on with Sandoval? Well, he's the, the two issues here. One uh, what are they looking for specifically with Sandoval? Two, who triggered it? And uh, it, immediately when this story broke, that Martin, the, the feds are raided Martin Sandoval. Martin Sandoval, just f- uh, folks who know this, is very powerful Southwest Side state senator uh, and uh, Democratic official, Democratic Party, my beloved Democratic Party, up to no good. Oh, you're testing me, Democrats. You are really testing me. Uh, he's an ally of Ed Burke. He's an ally of Michael Madigan. Uh, very uh, well entrenched on the Southwest side. Mark Brown wrote an excellent column in today's Sun-Times. I urge everybody to check it out about how Marty Sandoval has always used the system well to take care of himself. So what in particular are they looking for and who triggered it? And immediately, the story hadn't broke when I got a, a text from an old friend of mine. Uh, we'll call him AJ. Uh, hey. Hey, AJ. Hey, what up, AJ? And he immediately was immediately speculating. Who is the snitch? Who is the person who triggered this investigation into Sandoval? And uh, my uh, entry into that uh, uh, speculation is that this is a result of something that the FBI picked up on Danny Solis's tapes. Now, one more time, everybody, follow me in this one. Danny Solis, the former alderman of the 25th Ward, very powerful ally of uh, Mayor Rahm and Mayor Daley, uh, about 2014 did something that got him in trouble with the feds and as a result he turned uh, federal evidence he be- he put on a wire and started collecting uh, conversations with ed burke now there are many other people uh, d that he, whose phone calls i presume uh danny solis also taped the only ones we really know about right now are ed burke and a meeting that uh, danny solis set up with michael madigan uh that took place i think in 2014 but the, i'm sure his phone conversation i'm sure i'm on one of those i oh, called God. danny solis from oh, time no. to time. Oh my God. Right now, the feds. Yeah, our days are numbered. <laughs> well, it's true. I'm always cutting deals to get guests to come on this show, but never those kinds of deals, folks. I it's like, that. please come on the show. More like that kind of deal. Uh, so, anyway, I, I, my bet is, is that there's something on those tapes, D, uh, those Daddy Solis tapes, uh, that are probably going to implicate quite a few Chicago politicians. That's the scuttlebutt uh, that. I, that's what I believe anyway, and I think a lot of other people believe it as well. So my guess is somehow or other linked to, to Danny Solis. I wouldn't be surprised if this is a squeeze play. You know that old squeeze play, D, where you, you get a lower-level uh, politician, you squeeze him oh, yeah. to, to testify uh-huh. against a higher one? I, I mean, I can't believe the feds are going through all this effort using Danny Solis uh, to wear a wire and collect all this information on phone calls conversations with powerful Democrats are going to stop with Marty Sandoval. 
Good God. Oh, well, they still, I guess they got Ed Burke, so that's a power, powerful Chicago pal. And we'll see how uh, high up the food chain it goes. But right now they're at uh, uh, Marty. I'll tell you what, Danny Solis. You know, Danny Solis, uh, I've been kind of rethinking Danny Solis. This is something I can never imagine I would ever, ever say. Uh, and uh, Danny Solis and I were never on the same side politically of anything other than we were both Democrats. Uh, but he was with Daly. He was with Rom. He was a Daly appointee. I voted for every single deal that Daly uh, put out there. Voted for every single deal that Rom put out there uh, in reward for his utter loyalty. Uh, Rom put him in charge of the zoning the uh, zoning committee. So he uh, greenlit every bad TIF deal that we have, every zoning deal, whether it was good or bad. Uh, you know, when when it was necessary, he said that you have to vote for a certain zoning change because the local alderman uh, wanted it. And then uh, when necessary, he threw alderman a prerogative out the window, like in just to pick one example, when he forced uh, alderman Nick Spazzato to take a charter school in his ward that he didn't want to pass the zoning to take a UNO charter school uh, in uh, Nick Spazzato's ward that Nick Spazzato didn't want. So he would say anything at any time to benefit uh, a powerful mayor and uh, his agenda. But having said all that, it was Danny Solis' decision to wear that wire that got the goods on Ed Burke and has forced Ed Burke um, out of power, essentially still an alderman, but he's no longer the chair of the finance committee. Uh, he no longer has slate making control of the Democratic Party over judges. Uh, he's he's a, a figure of derision. Nobody will dare. We had Ray Lopez in the studio yesterday, D, and uh, we talked about this. Anytime anybody speaks up against uh, Lori Lightfoot, uh, they're quick to say, oh, he's just speaking up on Ed Burke. So now people can use Ed Burke to sort of diminish uh, the um, the independent the rhetoric of an alderman like a a maverick alderman like uh, Ray Lopez. So he has become a figure of derision. And, you know, in a, in a strange, winding way, we owe it all to Danny Solis. So there, I said something nice about Danny Solis, and he's probably the reason Marty Sandoval's in trouble as well. Danny Solis uh, is the agent of all this. Can't wait to hear those phone calls, D. By the way, man, you got to give it. I'll say this about Donald Trump. He got the transcript of his phone call out a lot faster than we're getting those Danny Solis phone calls. Come on, prosecutors here in Chicago. Let's get, let's see the goods on the Danny Solis phone calls. All right. So let's see what uh, people are saying here after the raid. Uh, we got Illinois Public Radio here. Chicago-based FBI spokesman John Alton refused to confirm the target of the raid or say what it was about, saying, quote, all I can say at this point is we are engaged in an authorized law enforcement activity. Beyond that, we've got no further comment, Alton said by phone. Asked if agents from Chicago were in the Capitol building, he said, quote, they're present. Yes. Okay. At least eight men in suits left the Capitol carrying two cardboard boxes, several brown bags, labeled evidence, like we said, and what appeared to be a desktop computer wrapped in plastic. They loaded the items into an SUV and left without speaking to reporters. Calls to Sandoval's Capitol and district offices were not returned Tuesday. A spokesman for Senate President John Cullerton also declined to comment. Uh, ABC 7 says that business owners near his district office were surprised by the raids. Uh, here's, I guess, one business person. Quote, we saw the cameras coming up over here. Uh, he's with Dell Plumbing Company. His name's Harry. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds kind of cool. No, come on. 
He just well, goes by the name Harry. Harry. Well, his last name Harry uh, Lamiot. Oh, they gave his last. Nice. Yeah, I, I yeah, thought you yeah. like well, Madonna, just one name. <laughs> Harry, just call me Harry. All right. No, he says uh, we saw the cameras coming up over here. To tell you the truth, we never see him. Very much of him. They're kind of private, it seems, at least for us. And then CBS Two reports that people in Sandoval's neighborhood say they know he lives there, but. They don't see him much. Ooh. Very private guy, yeah, Ben Jarofsky. Yeah, yeah. Ah, and it looks like uh, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot was asked about it. In an interview with the Chicago Sun-Times, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot said that she was, quote, not surprised by the Sandoval office raid, noting that she has no specific knowledge of uh, about Sandoval one way or another. And if needed, she would be willing to talk more about it. Perhaps over a luncheon. <laughs> I made that last part. <laughs> she loves luncheons, everybody. By the way, Mayor Lightfoot's Wednesday schedule includes a trip to the hatchery to announce new investments in minority-owned small businesses on the south and west sides, where I'm from. A hatchery is where you buy baby chickens. Then to Lindblom <laughs> Math and Science Academy. Lindblom. Oh, Lindblom. Oh, they should put another O in there. Yeah. It's L-I-N-D-B-L-O-M. What can I tell you? It's Chicago, man. That's weird. Yeah. Then to Lindblom Math and Science Academy to attend, oh, I guess it's not the Spelling Academy, uh, to attend the Youth Budget Town Hall. Okay, that's very good. Uh, by the way, FBI's been on my mind a lot lately. We had that uh, uh, the interview with uh, Bob Hergeth from the Sun-Times. That, that, when did that drop? On Sunday, D, right? Uh, Sunday, yeah. Yep. And it's all about the FBI files that you can find in the, at the Sun-Times with the, the files that the FBI kept on prominent Chicagoans. I wrote a story about it for the reader as well. Uh, and so just it's like the FBI, it, it, it's like double, you know, like two sides of the same body. On one hand, you have these FBI investigators who are cracking down on corruption in the city of Chicago, and they're the lead investigators into things like, you know, uh, Burks, uh, shading dealings, and... And uh, now they got, they're going after Martin Sandoval and uh, uh, Kerry Austin. And then the other the other hand, we have this legacy of the FBI uh, coll- collecting f- uh, information on all kinds of ordinary citizens uh, and up to no good in the 60s, uh, harassing Martin Luther King, uh, listening to his phone conversations, listening uh, to what he what he's doing in the, his private hotel rooms, uh, sending off the tapes, the, the transcripts of the tapes uh, to people to try to harass Martin Luther King. Really, in one case, they, they wanted to drive him uh, to commit suicide. They were hoping they sent him a letter uh, urging him to commit suicide, calling him a fraud, et cetera, and so forth. And uh, so it's like there's two sides of the FBI, and it's really hard for me as a, a baby boomer who remembers uh, what went down in the 60s and 70s to just like totally divorce myself from that day. I have to admit, uh, I'm, I, I struggle with this when I hear like, oh, the FBI raided. Good for the FBI. That's great. You know, they're looking at Chicago investi- uh, Chicago corruption. And I think about those files that Bob Hergeth has been collecting uh, here at the Sun-Times. And I'm like, that's two sides of the FBI. Very schizophrenic there. Sounds like a great time to plug our Benny J bonus interviews. Hear that interview with Hergeth, the FBI files at both Chicago Sun-Times and Chicago Reader websites and wherever else you download your favorite podcast. Ben, what's been your favorite uh, Benny J bonus interview since we've done these? Oh my absolute favorite. Absolute I mean, favorite. I don't want to like... Yeah, let's do it. I, I mean, I don't... You know, I love them all. Okay? <laughs> you ask me like, which kid do you like best? I love all my kids. But I gotta tell you... Um, I'm thinking about this. The Alden Lowry interview that we did in 
June, I want to say. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Alden Lowry is, of course, he's the um, uh, WBEZ editor, and he spends a lot of time studying demographic changes in the city of Chicago. And we just got this wide-ranging conversation about race uh, in the city. We're rough. Well, no, I, I'm older than him, but uh, we, uh, we, 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 it, it was a good conversation about uh, schools and neighborhoods and uh, changes in Chicago. But probably my all-time favorite has nothing to do with politics. It's the one where I gathered uh, the movie geeks into the room, uh, Chris and Chris Buddy and um, uh, Chris oh, Adams yeah. what, what and movie, Sergio what movie Mims. That you were Once about? upon a time oh. in Hollywood, oh, yeah, yeah. four movie geeks. We took the deep dive for over an hour talking about that movie, and uh, people are still downloading that one. And, and, then, and that interview begins with a uh, spoiler alert: don't listen unless you've seen the movie because we uh, talk about the ending. But I guess enough people have seen the um, the movie now; they don't have to worry about it. So anyway, that may be my personal. Oh, Joe Cowley and the Bulls. How can I forget <laughs> oh, that? One? But there's so many yeah. uh, Ben Jarofsky bonus interviews. Go check them out. And this Friday, actually, we're doing a brand new bonus interview special. It's going to be something different. We're going to try it out because our host, Ben Jarofsky, absolutely loves asking people <laughs> trivia questions. Yes, We've decided yeah. to create a brand new uh, special here. We're calling it for 10 trivia points. Mm. We're going to try it out, see how it goes. We got Ramana Hussein of the Chicago Sun-Times going head-to-head with Carrie Reed of the Chicago Reader. Who's smarter, the reader or the <laughs> Chicago Sun-Times, we're going to find out with our show for 10 trivia points. We're going to do it live, too. Uh, we're live streaming on Facebook and on uh, YouTube as well, and it'll be available for download as a Benny J bonus interview. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And also tomorrow, another bonus, we have Dan Savage, uh, Savage Love and the Reader. Many of you read that uh, column for years and years. Uh, Dan Savage will be in the studio for a bonus interview, uh, and we'll be talking politics. Uh, Dan really is very knowledgeable about politics. A lot of Trump talk, obviously. A lot of uh, Dan's always been pushing. He's like me in this regards. He's been trying to get the Democrats to be a little more aggressive uh, in attacking Donald Trump, not just roll over and you know and uh, hope it all blows over and the swing voters go our way. You know that Rom advice. Uh, but uh, so it'd be a lot of fun talking to Dan Savage about politics tomorrow. Right. And feel free to weigh in on the YouTube live stream. By the way, everybody, we got Kyle. He weighed in here on the live stream chat. He says uh, about Sandoval here. Let's hope the senators won't be like the alderman quote we don't tell on each other in this chamber well that you know it's 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 funny you should say that i have not seen that reaction yet uh when you're absolutely correct when the word broke that danny solis was wearing the wire and secretly recording uh, conversations with it with ed burke there was a response from alderman in the council they were mad at danny solis you know, they called him a snitch. Oh, how could he betray us? They weren't even mad at Ed Burke, <laughs> who was up to no good. They were mad at Danny Solis. But, you know, in retrospect, uh, I have to say that Danny Solis may have done us all a favor. Should he still get his pension? Mm. 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 That's, a, that's a tough question, right? Should he still get his pension? Mm. One could argue he did a great service to the city of Chicago by collecting information on Ed Burke. On the other hand, one could also point out that the only reason he wore that wire is because he was up to no good in the first place. So, it's mm. a thinker. <laughs> it's a thinker. I don't know about that one. I'll tell you what's not a thinker and who definitely deserves their pension, the good folks at the Chicago Sun-Times. Hey, podcast fans, the team at the Sun-Times have a new show to add to your listening lineup. That's right. We have podcast neighbors, Ben. This football season, get the inside scoop on the Chicago Bears with Hallis 
Intrigue. It's the latest podcast from the Chicago Sun-Times. You can tune in to hear Sun-Times sports and reporters and Bears experts. A ton of them, all right? A lot of them. And you can stay informed this football season. Listen to Hallis Intrigue at suntimes.com forward slash Hallis. And be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Check it out now at suntimes.com forward slash Hallis. That's suntimes.com forward slash H-A-L-A-S. Isn't that right, Robert Mueller? That's correct.